Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of the Last Week Liquid Podcast. And today I have the pleasure of sitting down once again with my co-host Asi for another uh, best of uh, episode. As you can notice, I'm really tired and I don't know what I'm saying. So I'll be counting on uh, Asi to lead the oh drive God. On, on this episode. Here we go um, again. But yeah, no, we're doing these episodes on a monthly basis now. Every end of month, uh, we'll be reviewing our favorite drum and bass tracks releases of the past month um and so yeah this month reviewing our favorite releases of uh of march uh before we get into all of that how are you doing Aussie? what's new in your life i'm doing very good i've been playing elden ring like hell like a fucking nerd yeah uh, exactly fucking uh, impossible can you to imagine schedule this <laughs> I, I killed i killed radon first try without summons can you imagine that no way exactly jesus christ that's Fucking amazing hell. i have no idea what that is is that somebody what <laughs> it's um it's a big bad boss so is that like a very famous about him is that like a very famous video game or mm, yes mm. Mm, yes <laughs> mm. you've been living under a rock i see no nah, i've just been living in the actual world but that's fine mm. <laughs> probably getting half the audience riled up against me now but fuck it <laughs> so what's been up with you besides nerding oh not much really music djing did a dj stream got a raid got like 200 got like 200 people in the stream yeah that was, um, that was fun i saw that but you always post your your stories in finnish so i have no idea what's happening <laughs> You should you should probably do them in English, you know, for like audience sake. But <laughs> I guess so. But there's um the audience is kind of mixed. There's a lot okay. of Finns in there, so I gotta I gotta keep it friendly for them too. Keep it local, unfortunately. So so what happened? Who rated you? Uh this big Finnish electronic uh, music radio ho- radio DJ. Oh, sick. And he had a stream and then he rated us and said some nice words, which which is always nice. Nice. Was that like your biggest audience ever? Yeah, virtual it's all downhill or real? from here. Yeah, that's yeah. that's likely peaked. That's peaked right there. <laughs> that's the high point of your career. Straight <laughs> off. Fuck. <laughs> uh, good stuff. May before we get into prob- probably good to plug your your Twitch channel, Reddit, all that good stuff. Where can people oh, find yeah. you? Yeah, I do. I do release lists with a bunch of other people on Reddit. We do reviews and everything is nice and categorized every week. All the new releases. I do DJing, Twitch at Telm X Wilson, and um, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's enough of that, <laughs> <laughs> dude. You have to plug your stuff. I'm like pushing you to <laughs> the 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 Reddit um, thing. Uh, improvement you did is really good. The categorizing I like, by. Uh, uh, I think so too. Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. Because in the past, so for people who don't know, it's is it on RDNB or do you post it on? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's every Monday morning a list of all the releases of the past week, and it used to be just a huge list of uh, of releases, and now you're like doing like a hundred releases a week. Exactly, and now you're doing categories like how long does it take to actually put them in the right categories? Because it's like, is this liquid? Not long. Is this deep? Is this no, other we have 
<laughs> we have we have um I think we have five or six categories. We have general drum and bass, uh, dance floor, liquid, deep slash tech slash minimal, which ah, okay. is pretty wide. Okay, but that's like ninety percent <laughs> releases. <laughs> <laughs> then we got noro funk, jump up, and jungle, and it doesn't take that long because all of us we've listened to the tracks that we add yeah anyway to the list, so we know pretty much what what is and mm. yeah. Nice. So it's 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 a bit of extra work, but it makes the end product much better. Yeah, good stuff. Much easier for people to sort through the releases and actually find new stuff. And yeah. And now, if you go through the list, you don't have to go through all the jump up that's being released. <laughs> Talking about you here, Simon. Yeah, definitely. I saw you added a few jump up, jump up tracks to this week's Ooh, list. No spoilers. No spoilers. But uh. Yeah, no, it's a great place for people to check out uh, if if you want to try and keep up to date with the millions of releases that come out every week. Uh, RDNB, Definitely. Uh, Monday morning is a place to do it. Uh, so yeah, we are on YouTube, we're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the good places. Give us a sub, a like, a follow, a rating, whatever you can do to help the podcast be discovered is always appreciated. Uh, if you're looking on YouTube, watching on YouTube, you'll notice that my background is uh, changed, and that's because I've uh, recently moved from Ireland back to Belgium. Uh, so I'm staying at my in-laws at the moment. Um, and for those that follow my adventures more closely, I'm very happy to say we've finally bought a van uh, this morning, which was very stressful. Uh, but we finally bought a van, and we're planning on converting it and then hitting the road and having some adventures in it so that's kind of cool i guess how much stuff are you gonna cram into it dude you're so limited it's like because we're doing a full van conversion with like kitchen and bathroom and well not bathroom but like a shower and yeah toilet and stuff like that so how it's 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 possible <laughs> you just buy a big enough van but is uh, it gonna be like like a fold fold up uh table and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's basically like at the end of the van you have two I guess sort of couches on the sides with a table in the middle and the, mm -hmm. the table kind of drops down and then you have you can make your bed at night basically across across the van. Um so it's not a fixed bed. But uh yeah, no, you'd be surprised how how much how much stuff you can uh i guess fit into fit into a van but it's quite a big one so it's not like it's not a like small vw camper van you know it's like a big mm -hmm. utility van but uh i don't know if you saw uh Eaterwood, edward posted uh on instagram a few days ago he just finished converting his own van uh and it's also like full like kitchen, everything in it. I don't think they have a shower. No, I didn't. He he sounds like the person who would do that. Well, he was already doing van living before we we yeah. talked about it on on the episode we did for the podcast together. Uh, and I guess this one was more a, a proper full conversion one, and it looks mm -hmm. it looks really nice. If you like, what? Yeah. I'm looking at it yeah, now. This yeah, looks like a exactly. look, basic studio apartment. It, exactly. It looks like if you just see the inside, you would know it's an actual van because it's proper exactly. like wood finishes and you have everything. So the idea is you, it's self-sufficient. So you have 
your uh, solar panels on the roof with uh, yeah. batteries and that powers uh, different plugs and outlets and anything you need to use. Uh, obviously, you need it has to fill up... insulation too. Yeah, yeah, you need to insulate everything first and then you put your, your panels mm, over course, it. Yeah. And uh, it's, a, it's a big project, but oh. his looks really nice. Is that what yours going to be looking like? Yeah, roughly, yeah. You, you just add like nice. a, a shower and stuff, but uh, so that's going to be like the project over the next next few months, converting that van, mm. and then uh, then hitting the road with it. Hopefully, then the goal is to do some some podcast interviews in person. Uh, if I'm traveling through, Ooh. like tra- traveling through the UK, for example, try to stop by the big cities fun. and finally do some interviews in person. That'd be nice. But. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of a plan for the coming coming months. Um, I'm just gonna be sitting here <laughs> and um, <laughs> doing nothing, basically. And yeah, and nerding. We kind of we we got that. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, probably a good time to also tell you guys that uh, I'll make a proper announcement. But the frequency of episodes, especially interviews, might change a bit. Uh, for example, next week. And the week after, I don't have any interviews scheduled because I've been I've been so busy and it's been impossible to fit in. Plus, everybody's leaving me on red, and it's impossible to <laughs> actually schedule anything. <laughs> uh, so this, yeah, the scheduling of episodes might change a bit just because of uh, how much time I have to dedicate to it. But just so you know, don't be panicked if there isn't an episode next Monday. Uh, that's why, exactly. But on the plus side, uh, if you haven't checked yet, go on the YouTube channel Last Week Liquid Podcast. Check out the video we posted with Aussie. First React video for the both of us. uh, First time listening to Fotec. Um, We had a lot of fun doing it and we had a ton of great feedback from people who enjoyed that video. So we'll be definitely doing more of those. Um, Probably a bit more than of those videos and a bit less of interviews in the coming months um just so you guys know but uh yeah that was kind of a fun experience i don't know if you got any feedback on it Hussie, but uh i got some some pretty nice feedback i did i did it, um it was received well and um yeah a couple of friends who actually follow i don't know can you say follow reaction channels or yeah. i don't know anyway they got some good feedback in terms of um, it being proper content. Proper apparently. content. <laughs> proper YouTube content. We love the C word here, just pushing out content. But uh, yeah, no, I think we, we struck a good balance between not reacting stupidly, like just being, uh, 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 like some... Except for the thumbnails. Exactly. But you you got to do the thumbnails. But the actual video, I think we struck a right balance between reacting and also just giving an educated opinion based on what we know in drummer bass and what's what's coming out today versus that album that we listened to which was in came out in 1997 so yeah fun video to do and we'll definitely do more uh and should we get on to the tracks we've been rambling on yeah. for like 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to talk about music i know this is music uh every time i, I think okay i need to do this one kind of quickly because i have a shit ton of stuff to do and then I end up rambling. So, sorry, let's go into our favorite releases of March. Um, and I'll give you the floor. Just drive, 
jump straight into it, man. What were your favorite tracks? Okay, dokily then. Let's go. Um, I'm gonna assume that you have Alex Perez on your list. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's start with that. Um, why Roa? What? Why Roa EP? Roa EP. I'm taking that's a New Zealand thing. Yeah. Considering he, he just moved there. He got a lot of feedback. I don't know when, when you saw, I don't know if you saw when he posted the name of the EP. Because a lot of the tracks, if not all of them, are like uh, Maori, I think, uh, words. Mm-hmm. Or, and he did a dedicated post saying, okay, just so you guys know, because I guess he got some messages and stuff. And he said, I checked with like local natives i guess you'd call them or local mm-hmm. people about the words and how they're used and their meaning etc so i'm not like just like cultural appropriation of just like using words that sound cool so he like he had his like disclaimer post of like mm-hmm. this is okay guys <laughs> which is great well, which is good i think which is great i like it that he puts the effort in yeah and but i don't know phil uh, i'm not I don't agree on having to do that, but it's nice. Okay, it's that's nice another debate. Him. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> is. The music, the music. Anyway, the music is very good. Um, you got those soulful Alex Perez um, kind of vibes, full liquid, this EP. Not if someone's expecting any bangers, they're going to be disappointed, but mm. hopefully not that disappointed since it's, it is Perez anyway. Um, what was your favorite track? Uh, mine was the rap one. Uh, what's it called? Stayed the same with verbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, and I, I picked another track, which I'll talk about later, uh, from Aiden called Circuit Prayer, which was kind of a similar vibe. Uh, I'm just listening to a ton of rap at the moment and kind mm-hmm. of digging back into some some artists that were like hot like three years ago, which I completely <laughs> missed because I wasn't in that in that bubble and kind of discovering everything now and I'm just like loving it and so I think that's why that track just kind of resonated a bit more with me because I just love I love the rapping on that and the tone Mm -hmm. of the guy's voice uh I don't know yeah I really enjoyed that one what about you um evermore okay easily Uh, it's like fantastic liquid wobbler has a nice little I'm I don't know. I'm I'm a sucker for soulful vocals. Yeah. Which is going to be a bit of a bit of a theme a th- for this. A theme episode. in this one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got and, a few um, ones with some some great <laughs> vocal samples as well. <laughs> and everything's just really nice. Uh the piano in the background, it's fitted in really well. It's not being pushed too much yeah. into the front row of the track and and then you have the little vocal in the background, all the th- little tiny little elements just come together really well. Yeah. And then you got that little wobble, like I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, solid release. Obviously, I I don't know. If, for me, I think obviously all the tracks are great, but there there wasn't besides the stayed the same. There wasn't another one where I was like, oh wow, like I'm I'm blown away, just because mm-hmm. this, I I guess the standard is so high with him, and yep. and you know like in terms of liquid, like his his album was like amazing and then in terms of heavy hitters his latest releases were more around that vibe like the stuff he put out with dlr so like Mm -hmm. the 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 bar is set so high either for liquid or deep stuff that it just needs to you're expecting something like insanely good um 
and then when it's just this is really great yeah exactly and then it's like and then it's like okay this is like perfectly produced and perfectly smooth and it just rolls for five minutes and it's it's great but 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 yeah but you're like (laughs) expecting something to blow your mind so that i think that's kind of the curse of like being the big big names in the scene must be a Uh, pain yeah must be a huge pain to have so much like anticipation on your name and whatever you kind of do, you can't live up to the hype. Yeah. It's like, it must be so stressful. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I think it was, yeah, it was interesting that there wasn't even one, I guess, heavy hitter. Like, he, he does more his releases, like, this This is a heavy release, this is a liquid release. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas other artists might do, like, one release with the banger, the roller, the 140 tune and kind of mix them all together to show what they can do like he doesn't really care he just does like one release he doesn't need to show what <laughs> exactly he, <can> do like, <laughs> he doesn't need to flex any uh anymore so yeah no my pick was definitely the the rap one with verbs really really enjoyed that one just because i'm in a big rap rabbit hole at the moment um, so who are you listening to what are, what are we talking? Are we talking West Coast gangster rap or what? No, not gangster rap. The more like emo SoundCloud rap. <laughs> nice. Uh, so all XXX. <laughs> exactly. Um, Fuck me. I'm yeah. deep into XXX at the moment. I'm trying not to listen too much because it's the most depressing music I've ever heard. But <laughs> basically, I got fed. I got fed uh, the latest Juice World album back in. Mm-hmm. I think it was December. Like he, it's probably his second or third uh, posthumous, uh, I think you call it, like uh, album mm-hmm. after his death. Uh, I think this one, I forget what what the name was, but basically it got pushed to me on 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 Spotify. Gave it a listen, was like, shit, this reminds me a lot of like Blink and like emo, kind of emo punk rock mm-hmm. in in the melodies and the vocals. I was like, oh shit. Then kind of dug back and discovered like his his album and the big hits i was like fuck me i love this and and that's the, something i didn't expect from you ah oh, dude yeah I'm a, I, I love everything if it's well done and uh like the, except jump up except jump up yeah obviously but <laughs> like we don't talk about that here um but yeah no and then i don't know if actually let's just dive into this debate because I want to have this debate and I know this, oh, girly, th- oh, this is going to drag on to the episode mm-hmm, for another mm-hmm. hour but fuck it let's get, let's do it so I've been deep into the SoundCloud rap rabbit hole listening to a yeah. lot of XXX like these one and a half minutes like one minute twenty second tracks uh, some of them like really really badly produced like like literally like a phone in front of a guitar and recording like a few chords and then rapping over it like from one track to the other, there's like 10 dBs difference because it's been over compressed and mastered differently and like really bad production. But I've listened to that last, like the first XXX album, probably 20 times over the last three days because mm-hmm. the songs are amazing. Like the hooks mm-hmm. are amazing. The melodies are amazing. And so that kind of made me think of drone bass. Like why are we spending... 15 days EQing a snare and getting production levels so because high you can. When, when, when what's actually popping and what's resonating with people are actually tracks that are like a minute long, badly produced, but where the hooks 
and the melodies are just amazing, you know? And I don't know, it kind of made me like reconsider the whole mixing, production quality and all of that. Because hip hop isn't, it's not such a technical genre. You don't, it's not, this stuff resonates much more in drum and bass. And especially when you got all the producers who, the producers are the ones who make the music. Um, And they are the one who are in the front row. Unlike, for example, in hip hop, you got, you got the rappers who are in the front row and then you got the producers in the background. Yeah. And. My, one of my theories would be that uh, the rappers, they make, everybody makes music. The people who actually most, most people make music for kind of their colleagues or a lot of people make music mm. for their colleagues. Like we make, uh, like someone like Alex Perez might make music for other journalists and yeah, yeah, for them to like kind of hype about and, um, and these people, they have to kind of, when we're talking about drum and bass, you, that's one of the things that you kind of flex on or yeah. that's one of the things that you can like, oh, I made this and it's so technical and oh my God, it's so technical. Yeah. But when you got the rapper, he's going to make music for other rappers who yeah. are not probably producers yeah. or some of them are, some of them not are not. And when they do, when you get that situation, then it's more concentrating on the actual like kind of musical elements than the yeah, production yeah. side. Because you, in drum and bass, you got the you got the dudes who've been in production for ten years, and you don't. That's the only thing that you can kind of geek out on. Yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah. There's the EQ and all the ti- <laughs> all the all the ways that you can make yeah. a baseline and <clears throat> how you can distort it and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. How you can make it nice and clean, but yet distort it and. Yeah, mm. yeah. It it uh, it's just because I had this sudden realization of like, okay, I'm not familiar with with rap that much, but I've listened to this song like 20 times in a row. I don't remember the last time I've listened to a drum and bass song. 20 times in a row mm. but uh, i know i love drum and bass you know i love drum and bass people know i love drum and bass i wouldn't be spending fucking 20 hours a day on a podcast <laughs> and, and stuff you know i love drum and bass but it's just i don't know it kind of made me wonder is have we have in drum and bass have we lost kind of the i don't know the essence of i don't know this is getting very high bro but the essence of the music like the the actual melodies, the actual hook, like something that stays in your mind and the actual music. And are we kind of covering up for that with just fancy productions and fancy EQing and compression and stuff like that? You see what I mean? That was mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, my my thoughts. Well, you still got that. You still got that. You got, um, who could I throw as an example? Um, a person like, I don't know if you heard, um, Used. Yeah. Not sure if he's UK or is he Belgian? I think he's Belgian. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And he started getting big on SoundCloud. I think probably SoundCloud. And the the first tracks that he made, they're not like they're not super yeah. production heavy. Yet he was getting really popular. And it's I think that's there's a good example of um that's a good example of that actually happening in drum and bass. Yeah. I think the issue might be that once you get to a point, because again, we we are the producers. Yeah, we are the ones who make the music. We are the ones who are in front of it. And once once you get kind of popular, 
and you start making more friends inside of the kind of drum and bass world and you start um you actually start getting better at the production and making more clean stuff then you start more concentrating on that more yeah at the beginning it's not that it's not for example it might have been the same situation with um xxx too like he's not when he started out he wasn't big he just made yeah, some yeah. tunes and that was it yeah I'd, I'd imagine if he was still alive if he was still making music he'd be more concentrating now on the actual like the quality also because it's kind of expected of him yeah yeah i guess so but even like if you listen like his second album he was he was huge by that point and production wise it's still like very mm-hmm. super basic like there's mm. and so yeah i don't know not to drag it on but i think maybe there there's just something to learn drum and bass can maybe Definitely. learn something from I guess SoundCloud rap, where it's not the most technically produced music, but it fucking stays in your <laughs> in your mind, you know. And I guess the the last thing I'd say is the big difference is a, a lot of drum bass is made for the clubs, and whereas SoundCloud rap is like people listening on their laptop speakers and their phones and stuff like that, so it doesn't really matter if you have a really shitty produced drum bass track, nobody's gonna play Point. it out, yeah. and then jokes on you so it's kind of i guess that's the difference as well as where people play out your music and how they listen to it um but yeah i don't know i think there's something to to learn still in focusing on the yeah focusing on the actual hooks and the actual heart of the song and not hiding behind i guess technicals and mix downs and stuff like that but Sorry for everybody who Anyways. came to listen, listen to us talk about <laughs> drum and bass tracks and instead got some weird ramblings that made about, half sense. About SoundCloud rap, but yeah, yeah. anyways, gotta, gotta talk about what's on my mind anyways. So moving on from Alex Perez, what was next on your, on your hit list from this month? Okay, I got a couple of, couple of more soulful, groovy tra- tracks. Um, Atlantic Connection feat featuring Sidney Bryce, Dazed, which is, um, <coughs> yeah, another soul soul vocals tune kind of. This one is more, more groovy than the Alex Perez Evermore track. And um, unlike in the Paris track, this, um, the vocals are the main point at least for me. Um, I didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> if you were waiting for some input. <laughs> it, well, Evermore, it was more kind of a, just a, its own element, but here it's um, it's just the, I think it's the main point. There's a good amount of instrumental parts as well that create kind of a distinction between the vocal sections and the instrumental parts. But the instrumentals they're not very over the top it's just basically a nice beat and a bass line to keep your head nodding mm. while you kind of wait for the vocals to hit in again and um yeah really nice groovy summery vibes getting to that spring spring section of the year so you gotta start getting these tracks out mm. sydney has some she has great vocals in general very mm-hmm. unique like you can you can recognize her voice straight away very jazzy. The melodies mm. she writes are very peculiar. Like you can notice it straight away. Really enjoy. I'm not familiar enough to actually recognize, but mm. I probably will yeah. after this. I look, really like this. She had a track on Telomic CP uh, Daylight. Uh, 
Knightson, maybe, I think. Maybe another one, I forget. But if you listen to mm-hmm. a few of her tracks, you'll you'll pick up straight away. She has a very yeah. distinctive voice and the way she yeah phrases and writes her melodies. Very inspired by by jazz, if I remember correctly. But uh yeah, no, sick. Cool. What else? Plurch, what? jazz hands. Ah yeah. Um that was kind of a weird one. Weird one? Well not weird, but uh no, sorry, I'm I'm confusing with another one. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so Lurch. Um Lurch is uh is a producer who's starting to be one of my favorite liquid artists. Um he's recently put out a couple of good tunes that I really like. Um, for example, Rain and then a non drum and bass tune, uh Jammin' with Craig, which is pretty much a staple in my private chill playlist. And I in I enjoy I think I think it's the realistic drums in his tracks mm. that I enjoy the most. They're really they have a lot of character in them. Yeah. And um he he builds up the tracks and uh, for example a good good example of a heavy drum track or heavy or track with a heavy emphasis on the drums would have been um Workforce's Backup that was released last year. Mm-hmm. And um this again is a same kind of track in a way that you could just listen to those drums alone mm. and it would just be you could remove everything else but the drums and it'll be a perfect track yeah in on itself and you could just listen to that um and lurch all his other tracks also um the liquid tracks that he does they are pretty similar in vibe so if you like this one you should you should go listen to the, his other output but he also puts out a lot of heavier heavier bass lines, darker tunes. Mm. And this this track, Jazz Hands, it has, has this really surprising nasty little bass line switch at the end, mm. which in the end, it's really nicely incorporated into the rest of the elements and it kind of fits very well with the kind of jazzy, liquid, smooth vibe. Yeah. It's a nice little surprise at the end. The, and this just, I don't know, this just ticks all the moody, groovy and funky funky bunky boxes that i like <laughs> funky bunky <laughs> funky bunky boxes uh that's the one with the reverse vocal that's what i was thinking of uh there's like this reverse vocal that goes there is yeah yeah through the track yeah yeah and then he just leaves the reverse vocal what through the yeah that's the one right Wait, let me play. I'm going to have to listen to probably probably i'm going to have to listen to i've listened to it like 10 times already why haven't i caught that interesting okay is that the one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. If you listen You're like correct. Yes. during the the breakdown, you have the just reverse vocal that comes in, which is a nice like kind of because uh, it feels like just a sort of like spoken word vocal. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just having a spoken word during the, the breakdown of like talking about the universe or something, it's like, okay, yeah, we've heard <laughs> that like 15 times. <laughs> let's, let's do something new. And like just reversing it, so you don't actually understand what he's saying, but it still gives a vibe for the track. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was kind of nice. Uh, plus it reminds me of the Beatles. So that's always a bonus. But, the uh, Beatles. Interesting. Yeah. Why? They were the very first to use reverse tapes on music. Uh, I did not know that. Like okay. reverse reverse guitar and re- reverse melodies. And I think it was on Revolver on their Tomorrow Never Knows, which was the last track of the album. 
I think, uh, was the first time anybody had put, at least in Western like pop music, reversed mm-hmm. reversed samples and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a little fun fact for you guys. Interesting. Um, cool. I'm gonna jump in with a few few mentions uh please do before we get on my heavy hitters (laughs) (laughs) let's stay on the liquid side first so i mentioned earlier uh aiden friend of the podcast uh put out a a two tracker on gold fat uh circuit prayer and left apart uh and yeah i wanted to highlight circuit prayer uh featuring nat james uh again quite similar i guess to the Alex Perez track we were talking about, um, super smooth drums, really smooth uh, instrumental with pads coming in and out, and then you have mm-hmm. this uh, this rap basically over it, uh, kind of modern, I guess modern rap for what it's worth. I don't really know what modern rap is, but feels modern <laughs> to me at least. Um, and yeah, just really well done. Uh, and really enjoyed that track. I don't know if you checked it out. Um, I did. It was very smooth, very worthy, very um, high in the air kind of yeah vibe. Yeah, and really cleanly, cleanly produced. So really enjoyed that one. Go and check that one out and support it. Um, I guess along the same lines, uh, fluidity on Integral Records uh, put out so real and never ever. Uh, Really dug Never Ever. Uh, really great balance between liquid track, but then kind of hitting pretty deep on the drop. Uh, I thought the drop hits just where it should in terms of the the bass line and mm-hmm. just all the elements moving and just leaving the, the clicky drums and the bass line. Um, mm-hmm. So really enjoyed that release. Um what else do I have? Oh yeah, to Red Eyes to the Falls uh, EP. Oh, Autumn was so good. Yeah, so to the Falls is mm. the second release I think on Five Valley, which is the label uh, Red Eyes launched with a few other people. That was uh, ages ago, though. Yeah, yeah, that was ages ago, and I th- I'm pretty sure this is only the second release. The first one was a collaborative sort of EP with a lot of different mm-hmm. producers, which was amazing. Uh, I forget what it was called, but I loved that EP. And this one, he has, uh, it's mostly himself, but he has one collab with Tokyo Pros, uh, who I had on the podcast a few weeks back, if you haven't mm-hmm. checked it out. And another one with Fox. And Oh, the Fox one was also very good. Yeah, yeah, the Fox one was really good, but uh, Autumn was, yeah, the one I really enjoyed. I think that's the, that's the kind of 140-ish type of beat, um with beautiful melancholic piano sampling that red eyes just does perfectly um and yeah this kind of trip hop 140 sort of sort of beat uh that i really enjoyed um and then rainmaker for me was the other one that i really loved more straight up just liquid roller with some piano sampling and some i don't know it was kind of brasses coming in and out mm-hmm. um so yeah really strong release really enjoyed those tunes yeah i liked autumn um 
the best thing about it, I think, was the hi-hats because they kind of automatically, they kind of made this kind of rain sound. Mm. You kind of get that feel. You listen to that track and you get that feeling like I should look outside if, the, if it's raining. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. That was really good. It was fit very well with the rest of the theme of the track. And yeah. surprisingly, it was very similar to the Lurch track that I mentioned before, mm. Jamming with Craig. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, was uh, that one was the non drum and bass track that I mentioned. Yeah. And if you like this one, if you liked Autumn by Red Eyes, go check out that too, definitely. Yeah, yeah. it was um, very, very similar in tone. Um, more moody though, but yeah, yeah, no, Rainmaker is definitely like the that track is more, it's the sort of stuff I always try to do when I get into my DAW and I start sampling piano. That's mm-hmm. the kind of track I, I like aim to achieve, mm-hmm. which I never have yet. But uh, I know piano sampling is is just beautiful when it's done right. Um, so yeah, definitely check out that release. It'll probably need a bit more love than a, your typical North Quarter release, which will get a, a bunch of people checking it out anyways. This is Five Valley, so it's a bit lesser, uh, less visible, I guess. And Red Eyes doesn't do that much promotion so uh definitely you had red eyes on the on the podcast didn't you yeah yeah did he did you talk about what the distinction between um these releases will be for example compared to the releases he puts out on other labels uh sonically i don't think there's really a difference like in terms of uh the it's still gonna like his music there could have featured on north quarter as well Mm-hmm. So I don't think sonically there's going to be a huge difference. It's more in terms of Five Valley, the image, the brand is very like mm-hmm. old school. Um, okay. Uh, and also it's the, uh, part of the the profits go to charity. So that's also an okay. important aspect. Didn't know that. Yeah, important aspect of the project. Forgot about that. Yeah, it's local charities in, in Toulouse, in the south of France, mm-hmm. um, supporting various causes. Uh, I think against I, ca- I think it depends on releases but I know the first one was against uh, I think it was against police brutality I think like victims of police brutality and stuff like that but um, yeah no sonically I don't think there's going to be much of a difference like he's going to do his, his thing like piano sampling and, and stuff like that and I don't think there's going to be a huge difference with North Quarter releases um but yeah, so that was the To The Falls EP on Five Valley. Um, Are you done with Liquid? I'm, ch- I'm checking if I have other... Yeah, uh, oh yeah, the Technomatic, I don't know if it's Liquid per se, but it's, it, it's nef- definitely not on the on the heavy side. I know you're getting giddy to... <laughs> well, the t- Technomatic one was very interesting. Cause Super was, interesting, um, yeah. Because they had... Um, so whoever who doesn't know Technomatic used to be before they joined they used to be Comatic and Technicolor mm. and now they put out a a EP which is just um two tracks from both of them and the other person had no effect apparently I guess on on the other person's tracks so you have Comatic with two tracks and then you got Technicolor with two tra- ah. two, two tracks I didn't know that but it's still under the Technomatic well, I guess they would put that on, for example, Spotify, so it kind of Ah, okay, that's, that's you know. why it's featured, comedic. So and it comes up, okay. yeah, exactly. 
And um, yeah, so this one was very interested in that sense that you have two two of the kind of old school guys kind of going at it again on their own. Mm. And you can hear a clear difference in production, just what the tone of the production is. Yeah. Um, Comatic releases are much more modern, I think. Yeah, yeah. And My two favorites were actually the Technicolor ones. Now that I'm checking. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> why, why? Why didn't you? Didn't you like the other one, uh, the Comatic ones? No, just those. I I didn't even notice that it was Technicolor for those mm-hmm. ones. So I I just picked like the two that stood out to me, and so those were Satisfy and and the Counting Tune, for mm-hmm. no other reason that they just stood out to me. Uh, Satisfy was like brilliant. Uh, mm-hmm. The sampling of all the different instruments that come in, the bass line, the old school vibes, the mm. old school vocal samples uh, that mm. are peppered in across the track, the the halftime turnaround, like the halftime drums before mm-hmm. it goes back into 174. I'm a sucker for like halftime drums and then back to switching back to the drum and bass. Um Everything about that tune works. The just the start, you're like, oh wow, I'm getting old school vibes. Like the the bass line, the sound of the bass, yeah, is just like, oh yeah, bringing me back to two thousand seven or something. Like, just really love that one. And then the counting tune is also like, a, if I remember correctly, a very upright bass style of vibe. Mm, yes. Um, yeah. And so yeah, those two were just the ones that that stood out to me. Yeah. Mine was um, my favorite was once "Make Me Feel" from Comatic. That was it was more of a more of a modern club track, mm-hmm. banging track. I love yeah. the love the vocal that keeps on like looping. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed that one. Yeah, if now that I remember, feel, yeah. yeah, works really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been wondering if uh, if producers like duos would do more or more of this kind of stuff like it would be interesting to hear it's a really good concept elements yeah Yeah. actually it makes me think that um they posted a a three-part sort of podcast the two of them talking on youtube Mm -hmm. uh which i didn't check out but i i I saw them post about it uh it's i think it's three episodes it might be like half an hour to one hour each and it's just the two Mm -hmm. of them talking it's around the release of this EP, so I guess they talk about yeah. this EP, but it's also just the two of them sharing memories of of, uh, of raves and, and performing and, and stuff like that. Uh, so if you're more interested in, in Technomatic or this release in particular, do check out their YouTube channel. Uh, that's where they, they posted it, uh, Technomatic on YouTube. Uh, so yeah, they probably explained the idea behind doing a sort of split, split release. Um, yeah, it's a cool concept. I guess it might be risky for some duos where one guy the is... The other one is not very good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got the main DJ the, the guy main and guy, then you yeah. got the producer guy. Yeah, or, oh. or just the mix down guy and the IDs guy. And it's like yeah. you get two tunes that are amazing IDs but shit mix downs and then vice versa. It's like nobody's happy. <laughs> so there might be good reasons not to do this as well. But um, mm. yeah, no. It's in, in this case, it's a cool concept, and it definitely works in their favor. I guess you can hear that on this too. I don't know if it if it's intention if it's not intentional or if it is, because like I said, the chromatic ones are much sound much more modern. Yeah, 
and that could be straight influencing like maybe i don't know maybe he does most of the most of the mix down in mm. mix downs and kind of uh the technical side these days yeah maybe maybe not or then maybe or technical or just wanted to make some old school tracks when he was when he used to do solo tracks too yeah yeah maybe kind of probably a great yeah. question to ask them once they answer my emails <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, moving on. British? I think that's about it for the liquidy side of things. All right. They are British, aren't they? You can just go knock on their door, can't you? <laughs> I'm in Belgium. Hello, uh, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for the podcast, you know. Do Who you, the fuck is this? That dude? email I sent you two months ago. <laughs> All right, which one do you want to start with? Dive in. Okay. Um, Actually, you didn't talk about ghost uh, ghost mode. That was kind of oh, a liquid no, I tune. Um, That's worth. Yeah, I got. I got a couple of special, okay, special yeah. mentions. I could. I guess I could go, go into those before I go into the rest. So I got a couple of special mentions that kind of almost made it. Um, first of all, you got yeah, um, Ghost Mode by Catching Cairo, Craig Classics. Great vocal track again, another soulful vocal track, and um, this one is probably 140 bpm no i can't remember anyway it's slow it's a slow track um very jungly kind of jungly uh drums at least but yeah it's jungly it's very very minimalistic jungly um, liquid it's so weird yeah it's like the stop and start drum break it's love that it's really strange that's the strange track i had in mind really cool one um on Sol- and then Solvent more liquid. Mi- <laughs> <laughs> um, is it solvent or hospital? I thought it was solvent. Okay. I think so. Solvent. Okay. I trust you. I trust you on this. It's solvent, um, yeah, it is. And then a track, a track, an album from Mike Kiss, Bolivian Hotel mm. Bistro. I think this came up, came out at the end of last month, but including it in Fuck my it, because special mentions anyway <laughs> and especially the tracks Mortala and River So Deep which uh, kind of again hit those soulful liquid boxes for me this week and um, usually it's not just because usually I'm not just this kind of liquid soul kind of guy but for some reason this week mm. it's just been those now in, mainly in a mellow mood yeah um old school jungle from particle driving me crazy uh then another old school kind of vibe with this rave synth that kind of keeps on giving is um slater with mm. alligator that's a fucking weird one as well <laughs> i would say weird kind of i think it's on 31 records and yeah it kind of fits very well belongs in like 1997 or something <laughs> yeah kind of yeah. yeah like i said old school rave tune yeah yeah definitely um yeah. And then, and then uh, last last but not least, we have Mephius with uh, Maxim and MC Twistem. Um, yeah, this one probably would rank higher if if um, if I was in a different mood, and probably will in the coming months once it's been dropped in a club in a live environment a couple of times. Mm. And um, this would be probably in my top five, but for now. It's uh, mostly liquid tunes. Hmm. And then a couple of dance floor tracks. If you're into dance floor, 
you got Andromedic and Cartoon with whatever, mm. and Echo and Sidetrack Twirl featuring in disguise, in disguise with a track called Bright Lights. Mm-hmm. If you're like dance floor, then that, that's where you want to go. As well as um, you added in graphics, graphics is yeah. Feel Alive. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the, I forget, second, third single from his upcoming album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this one just really hit the, hit the spot for me. Can't wait to hear it live this summer. Mm-hmm. It's going to sound amazing at Liquid Street. Amazing. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that one, Feel Alive with Lauren Lemon. Um, I guess the only thing... Lemon. Can you say that again? L- Lauren Lemon. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess the only thing is that I love that track, but it, the the difference between like dimension and graphics and you know that's that big sound mm-hmm, big dance floor mm-hmm. sound is getting pretty pretty blurred at this stage mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing if the tracks are good but it, it was just like an observation when i heard it i was like yeah you could have told me this was a dimension track two years ago i would have believed you but yeah you could say the same thing with a lot of liquid so who cares yeah and a lot of deeper minimalistic stuff too yeah yeah exactly it's, it's i don't know people just like to go out go at um dance floor because it's so popular and it's yeah. an easy target basically yeah but exactly it, it's a bit sometimes it can get a bit samey but so does everything else in the end really exactly all right i'm gonna let you loose on your heavy hitters of this week okay so um let's go with the one that i have less things to say about but still absolutely banging tune because there's not there's not that much to talk about it we have um the king of drum and bass mackie g (laughs) (laughs) put out a new track called karma which um which i haven't listened to absolutely mental please do um (laughs) i'm gonna give it a sneak peek just now oh yes do um so the point of the tune is this over over the top synth that kind of just continues and continues and it kind of takes you off guard by just not <laughs> stopping when you expect it to. Sorry, I was just, I was skipping through the intro and then I just skipped into the drop and... <laughs> Did you hear it? I can hear it, yeah. Yes, <laughs> you can hear it, ladies and gentlemen. I was not expecting any less from Mackie G. <laughs> Well, it's kind of, it, it, it's not what you expect normally. It's not like this bass, it's this, it's not the normal jump up kind of tune that you expect from Mackie G, which mm. is kind of surprising in a sense that he's kind of doing something new. And I think it works really well. Mm. Like you don't, you don't, it does, it's, it's not a fancy intro. It's not a fancy anything, but everything about it kind of takes you off guard, I think. Because mm-hmm. you got the, you got the synth that comes in, uh, the, aggressive scream yeah <laughs> and it just keeps on going and going and going and you exp- when, when does this stop <laughs> when does stop the pain stop <laughs> <laughs> and and that alone for example for first of all is kind of a you don't expect it and then the other thing is that it, it starts with this kind of fake drop and then the synth hits in mm. and that that also kind of takes you off guard and i think the whole now, the whole kind of theme of the track is kind of just being something that you don't expect. 
Yeah, it's which I which I like a lot because it, it's it's like I said, it's not the traditional Mackie G track. Yeah, it's it's different, and I think it works better than yeah most of the stuff that he's done. I like, I, I, this this I've been dropping this in a couple of times <laughs> on a on a stream. I don't doubt a, it. on streams and um. Fucking hell. Yeah, I, excellent. I, I, I love what he said about the drop. Like, you, I just listened back to it now, and you, you do have the actual drop, which is like not much is happening. You're like, okay, cool. And then after, and then, and then after a few bars, it just switches. Wham. And then, waka, 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 waka. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Mackie G. Karmer. Um, excellent track. Um, and then. You have um, a bit, a bit more. Um, how could you say? A bit more. Um, what's the word? Um, refined. Oh, oh yes, a bit more refined. <laughs> we have DRS and T ninety five with um, Com C. Com C. Com C. Com C. Com Do you know what that means? Com C. Com C. Um, yes, I do. It is. Um, let, uh, actually, wait a second. Let me read this. So, for anyone who doesn't know, this is um, straight up from Google. Used especially in answer to a question to convey that something is neither very good nor very bad. Yeah. How's it going? And you answer. Come see, come see. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's basically the equivalent of so so. Like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Ah, so so. Like, mm-hmm. come see, come see. I didn't know. I I'm not very French. I actually took some French classes when I was um, oh, yeah? ten or eleven, but I had to go to a different school by bike for like five kilometers. <laughs> so I did that for like half a year, and that was it. Like, nope, that stopped pretty quickly. I'm like, I'm like eleven years old. I'm not supposed to do this shit for French. <laughs> so um, yeah, Up no. In both ways. Fuck this. Ba- yeah, basically. And then I just I had to go in the middle of the school day. I had to go by bike there. And then I had to come back for something like a PE class. <laughs> and you were like wrecked. <laughs> no, I wasn't doing that for long. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately not. So I'm not the knower of French. And anyway, this track, um, DRS, kind of bring it in, bring it all together again. Um, I think um, even though DRS is some of his best work is his kind of his lovey-dovey kind of style where he sings and then you got the very very mellow rapping you got um tracks like the view and Mm. i will which are good examples of that and um but i still think that his more aggressive rapping is the kind of style where he's the most consistent Mm. and where he i think he shines the most yeah um Somehow he brings that kind of nasty feel to the track every time, and the vocals kind of there's a little grind in his voice that mm. that works really well, and that is very apparent here too. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's it's not very very fair to compare because the the different styles of DRS are completely for different people mm. and for different moods and vibes, but still this uh, that's just kind of how it works for me the best yeah when you got tracks like this and um i don't know yeah uh like i said he's very good at bringing that kind of nasty mood and it shows it's amazing that he can do so such different styles like singing on just a classic Mm -hmm. tune like piano driven singing on top of it or kind of soft spoken emceeing or more heavy hitting 
edginess to it, like like in this track. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, big up DRS, the best MC in the game. Yeah, I really enjoyed that track as well, for sure. Uh, well, that's it for me. Yeah, I think I'll. Uh, we're gonna wrap it wrap it up slowly. I've got a few other shouts that I want to make uh, for this month. Um, ben Rolo, friend of the podcast as well, put out a track called Sway um, on a I think it was called Enter the Drums compilation. Um, a lot heavier hitting uh, than his usual stuff. A lot darker, uh, but I really really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought the vocal sampling fit in really well in that track mm-hmm. uh, and the bass work as well. Uh, so definitely go and check that out if you haven't yet. Um, Simula put out a track called Macabre. Very uh, French-themed episode, I'm realizing now. Oh boy, I love Simula's <laughs> current work. Very, he's very fresh, very new. Yeah, and his productions are so clean. It's... Yeah. It's... Ah, it's sick but uh yeah n- not my favorite for him like i don't know if he'd, he'll ever beat angels um <laughs> but yeah this one still works amazingly well and just a weird like squelchy type of sound like which is the main main hook on the drop um but yeah the bass always hits right where it should with him production is super clean nice and deep uh that one, that one is gonna do some damage in, in the clubs <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, his his latest work, he's got good vibrations, and then angels, and then a track called Flex, for example, all all in the last year or so, and they're all like very different, very very new that you don't normally hear in drum and bass, which is um, always nice to hear. So go check out Similar and his tracks. If you haven't yet. All right, we are back because yay, yay, yay. my internet sucks or Zoom sucks. I don't know, but it just crashed on me. So excellent. Where were we still on Mackie G or God for? Oh no, <laughs> Mackie G is gone long okay, ago. Okay, great, great, perfect, <laughs> great, great. <laughs> so uh, yeah, like I said, um, DRS, Comsi, Comsa, and then. Um, that was it, basically. But yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. That's, no, um, no, true. I was, I was just mentioning some of my last releases. Uh, we're talking about Simula. Mentioned that one, Macabre. Uh, the Calyx and TB release, Warehouse Days. Don't know if you checked that mm-hmm. one out. Uh, yes. Really enjoyed it. It's just such a strange, offbeat, off-tempo synth, like just melody theme that goes throughout the drop. Uh, just kind of you're trying to like nod your head but then you're like uh wait, wait what, how, what, what where uh, do i put uh, it yeah, exactly I, <laughs> 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 kind of us when we're listening to photek like uh, 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 uh. <laughs> um but yeah no that one i really enjoyed as well like just again something i might not listen to it a million times but just when you hear it, it's like something different and it feels feels fresh and feels like something mm-hmm. i haven't heard before so really enjoyed that one um uh, Silly put out uh, an EP on Liquidity called uh, Trance EP. Um, I, d- I didn't get any of those titles on that EP. It's Trance Funk with an O, Jebated, 
<laughs> and then Jabated is a meme. Basically. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm 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 so not into meme culture. Uh what does it mean? Jabated? It's um it's like when you when you bait someone, basically. Ah. Okay. I think. Oh God. <laughs> this is Pretending to know memes here. <laughs> oh God. Trance is funny because trance um Back when I listened to trance music, back in 2012, 2010, when trance music started, you know, uplifting trance? Yeah, yeah. Ever heard? Um, trance started move away from that traditional uplifting sound. It started to get more housey. Mm. And uh, trance was kind of a... It was kind of a... Um, um, a name that people gave like house and trance uh, yeah if they wanted to make fun of it basically ah okay 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 it was kind of it had a kind of negative connotation to it but in the end it's just uh, yeah, fuck it. okay look at you with the random facts the, but i'm not sure if that's the, that's the, what the little go, nuggets of knowledge for. here um <laughs> because this this track is more like a it, spy trance kind of thing yeah yeah so but I it is i doubt that it's that well, it is it is heavily trance inspired because you have the vocal, like the the reason I wanted to mention that track trance is because, again, it's something very different. Uh, when mm-hmm. the vocal it starts like almost your typical sort of dance floor happy bouncy tune, um, mm-hmm. and then the vocal comes in, which is I don't know if it's Russian or some Eastern. It sounds Eastern European uh, language. Uh, which kind of throws you off guard. And you're like, okay. And it builds up like really nicely. I love the build up. Um, and then later on in the track, I think he reuses that vocal, but it with the sort of trans-gated technique of like mm-hmm. gating the vocal and uh, typical trans, trans fashion. So I guess there's a link with the name of the, the track uh, there. That's uh, this, this track is more heavy, like... Psy trance influence because yeah. that, that that kind of vocal is very like infected mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I, I guess there's still a link with the the meme or or whatever. Maybe, might be. Um, might be. You never know. You never know with these tracks. Yeah, but yeah. So definitely t- check out that one again. Trance silly always puts a lot of effort in his tracks in terms of production, but also in terms of like ideas and exploring new ideas and incorporating other genres of music into drum bass. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a great example of that. So uh, definitely go and check out that track. Um, and I think that was it for me. Trance, Calyx and TV, mentioned all of that. Yeah, that was it for me. Uh, there we go then. So that, Old favorite picks. That concludes our favorite picks of March. Uh, we'll be back for a new episode uh, end of April, early May with our best tracks of April. Is that going to be a van episode already or? A van? No, I definitely won't. The van will be a months long project. So no, 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 no. (laughs) It's going to be a I'm sick of the van episode. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, in the meantime, thanks everybody for checking this episode out. Uh, We got a lot of great feedback the last time we did this one. So we'll keep doing these on a monthly basis. If there's any releases that we should check out, uh, do hit us up either in the Discord server. Uh, there should be a link in the description of this episode, or on my socials at DNB at Last Week Liquid, or you Aussie directly. Where can people reach out to you? 
Ooh, uh, probably Instagram. Tell X Tellman Wilson. That's um, or then my private handle. Private. Can you call it a handle on Instagram? Your at. Your at. Yeah, my, yeah, my at <laughs> is um, os L, um, underscore Wilson. You're not very good at these plug things yet. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I was starting to say I was, I was starting to say underscore in Finnish, which is alaviva. But yeah, um, that would have, probably the two Finnish people that are listening would have got that. But so yeah, get in touch with us if there's any releases that we should check out, include in the next episode. Um, and as I mentioned, keep an eye out on the YouTube channel for some good old content, React videos. We're doing more of those over on YouTube. So definitely go and give uh, the channel a sub. That's going to help us a lot. And check out the videos over there. And that's about it for this episode. So thanks again to all of you guys listening. Thanks for having me again. Thank you, RC. And we will see you all again very soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.